Welcome to episode number 86, Year-End Review. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose. What's up? Heck yep, yep. and Gabe. Here we are, year-end review. In this episode, the crew talks about their overall experiences slash results in 2017. We cover topics that range from work, health, family education, spirituality, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and Les Brown. All right, if you're new, thank you for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. We kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com, and we define the term review. And they define it as to go over lessons, studies, work, etc. in review, to view, look at, or look over again, to inspect, especially formally or officially. Especially formally or officially, uh, which totally makes sense. Um, so that's basically what we're going to do here, year-end review. We're going to uh, kind of reflect upon the 2017 uh, year. I feel like this is going to be uh, our tradition of ours. We did it last year, and uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. So... Uh, and obviously, a lot happens in one year. All right, to kick things off, we are bringing you an article titled Six Tips for Acing Your Year End Review by Marshall Loeb uh, from Market Watch. Number one, be prepared. Uh, conduct a self-review before you meet with your manager. Be honest with yourself. Evaluate how well you manage your objectives. Summarize what you have accomplished and give yourself an overall rating. Uh, be sure to include detailed information. Number two, be sure to share one or two stories that illustrate how you've gone above and beyond the call of duty and not playing the video game. Uh, this is the time to remind your bosses of the kinds of additional contributions you make and your dedication to the organization. Number three, study your weaknesses. Identify what you can do better and have a plan prepared illustrating how. Create goals for upcoming year create goals for the upcoming year, and formulate a plan for how you will achieve them. Four, during your review meeting, take notes. It will be useful for you to have them so that you can follow up properly during your next review. That's awesome. Uh, don't lose your composure during the review process, no matter how difficult it might be to accept criticism. Number five, keep the conversation focused on yourself. It may be tempting to talk about your colleagues, but don't succumb. Straying to discuss others may reflect poorly on your own performance. And last, number six, uh, by the end of your review, try to reach some kind of consensus about your overall performance. If you can't agree with your supervisor's assessment, ask for more time so that you may find information to back your claims. Um, so that is six tips for acing your year-end review. Obviously, that's for if you're an employee um, and, you know, you're, you're talking with your boss basically on, on how you did yeah. uh, for the year, which I got to tell you, it is that is never an easy thing. No. Even if you did absolutely excellent um, for, for that year or whatever it is, it's just a hard thing to like talk about yourself. Yeah, I don't know. It's absolutely. weird. In the back of your mind, it's like, you know, well, did you, didn't you notice how well I did? Yeah. But then you got to yeah. understand that person has 35 other people exactly. to like 
worry about or notice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure they there's huge, huge segments or moments of your you know that last year that pop up in their head about right. you, but not, but not all the of detail. It. Yeah. So it's really your job to provide that detail, basically mm-hmm. to remind them. And I think that is the weird part because if you're at, have some level of humility or you're humble in any fashion yeah. it's very hard to do even yeah and and here it is it can go the other way because um i've actually sat through a year-end review where the person boasted about themselves so much and they were not as good as they said <laughs> and it went it went bad yeah. actually sure. because yeah, then all of a sudden the supervisor who wasn't going to necessarily <laughs> criticize him as hard went hard as anything and like crushed this person <laughs> And um, like, and they that was not the plan. That's interesting, though, because like, yeah, like you said, they can always. There's always that one person that speaks highly of themselves, and then oh, yeah. the manager knows right off the bat. Like, what in the world are you talking about? What? When did you? When did you succeed so high here? Or the rest of the team? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Because you yeah. don't. You're always. You always have to understand that there's always going to be a complainer. Sure. In, in the group or whatever. Absolutely. So somebody's coming to the boss and saying something. So you oh, can't make it yeah. seem like you're the angel at all times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's impossible. The- even even people who are really good can can mess up. Oh, absolutely. Right. Or, yeah. or have messed up. There's the no is, way. The no best one is had when you have a complainer and a successor. <laughs> they could. What do you mean? They they they're the they're a complainer, and they the, do everything. And they surpass uh, everything, and their their, you know their 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 job duties or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I, I mean I've I've seen those a couple of times. I've I've seen something similar. I've seen where somebody like it happened. This actually was a different person. They gave themselves outstanding for everything, but they weren't necessarily like you know confident or over talking themselves. But they it was like they did incredible in every category. And so when they were asked what they need to improve, um, they didn't say anything. And they basically said, like, for me to maintain. Okay. And then all of a sudden, again, it got turned. Maybe this, maybe you outgrew this position. Oh, oh man. Huh. And we don't have another Smack position for you. in the face. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. So it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough, like, thing. So do, do, what if that person's right? What if they did do that well and they right. maybe it is time for them to move on? Yeah. I don't know. It's time for change. Um, yeah. But so so you you know you get caught in that thing where like well you know I don't I okay because there is a thing of what is it the um, overqualified for like a job yeah overqualified oh, absolutely and that's that's actually the exact word they use maybe you're, you're overqualified, overqualified for the yeah. position yeah. now hmm. um, and the person who was saying it was coming from the right place yeah. It wasn't like they're trying to be like trying to make this person feel bad. They're uh, saying maybe they weren't trying to flip it on him. They were actually being honest. It yeah. got turned, but like it got turned in like an honest way. It wasn't right, turned in right, like, right, oh, right. I'm gonna crush your feelings right now. The one other situation did. This one was different. It was like maybe you're overqualified. Okay. It was a legit like Thank because you. here's the thing. No one, no one, everyone always has room for improvement. Sure. And if right. you find yourself where you, there's nothing else you can do better, then obviously you're not yeah. challenged. Sure. And there's right. nothing worse yeah. than because if you're not challenged, that means you're at work bored. You're going to become bored. And, and it's complacent. not. Yeah, and complacent. And it's not good for the culture. Yeah. It's right just way. not because people are going to feed off that. People who need work are going to see you and they're going to interpret that as you being lazy. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, not a good look. And so a lot of times, uh, and I've seen supervisors give this person additional jobs. 
The problem is it is when a supervisor is limited on what they can do uh, when it comes to maybe a bonus or a raise. Yeah, that's right. So what if what if this person could only get a f- your your max allowance for each uh, one of your staff members is a three percent pay increase. Yeah. Well, what happens now when he sees that you gave everyone else three percent, but you also gave him additional work? Yeah, exactly. When yeah, yeah where well, the pay doesn't measure up to what you're doing anymore. Right. So, well, it's obviously it's going to be super hard when you're only limited that much amount anyway. Sure. But I'm just trying to give like an example. No, absolutely. Um, I haven't seen that, but I have seen I have sat through enough reviews to see certain things pop up that you're like, oh crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you feel I feel bad for both parties. Because you can see they can handle more work, but then, yeah, you can't equify that with actual, um, like I said, bonuses and stuff that goes right. with that. Yeah, there's, yeah, can, yeah, exactly. You can't but balance. because no I feel like there. that is the, it, that's everyone's argument. Yeah. Am, am I getting paid what I'm worth? Sure. I mean, we, exactly. talk, we talk about that all yeah. the time. I get paid what I'm worth. <laughs> and every, like, I'm going to tell you probably like 90, 90% of the people I've said, that no, they're not necessarily paid with, but they're also you get the people who are like, I'm happy with my salary, but I don't think I'm paid enough. Okay, I don't know how if that makes sense. It's it's like, of course, basically you you would like more. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, but what I'm getting paid is you know, it is what it is kind of thing because yeah. they don't know if there's other, if there's another equivalent out there that's going to pay more. Sure. Especially there's now, there's so. there's companies out there who who literally just have deeper pockets and they can offer their employees. Yeah. Who ha- I I've seen this also. We had people come come to our sector of um, the industry and were in another sector. Okay, for example, like a finance, uh, like our finance guys, mm. right? A finance guy, obviously, that's in every business, sure, right? So they're doing the books. They're you know seeing where we are health wise, financially, right? Mm-hmm. If they're coming, for example, to a nonprofit organization or hospital from a pharmaceutical company, yeah, they're doing the same job except the pharmaceutical company can offer you about thirty percent more. Yeah, a salary, yeah. and you probably right, room yeah. for growth and all that. Right, so it's like okay, so what do we, you know what I mean? But when you get to certain levels, there, there might not be that level of equivalent sure. or a company that offers that, you know, wage. I don't know. It's it's it gets it gets crazy, mm. um, and that's why I want to pull pull this out was because it really is. It's important to be truthful. Yeah. Um, and I I can't speak for you know every manager or whatever, but when you start seeing it. You do appreciate the person who's like, I know there's like a couple things that I got to work on because obviously I'm not perfect and here's yeah, what I absolutely. think they are. Yeah. Do you agree? But and someone I, says something like that versus I don't need anything. In the yeah. back of my mind, I'm <laughs> or, like, or the okay. ones that are self-imposed like employee of the month type things where it's like, oh, they think they're doing great everything, but they're, they're like, I oh, had that. They're Dude, like the I worst s- employees ever. <laughs> I seen that. They weren't necessarily the worst, but I seen someone basically want credit and everyone basically yeah. stare in their direction like, I know you just didn't say that. Mm. Like, because wow. you don't carry, you know, you know, you don't carry the torch of what you're saying, right? It doesn't, it, it, it like it, it doesn't add up. <laughs> so, and that person is, That's I don't know crazy. if they're ignorant to like what they, what they actually feel like they're yeah. contributing. What they call it, like valued contributors or whatever, <laughs> or just oblivious to what they think they do. But then, but yeah. then there's people who are the other way. There's people who don't think that they are valuable to the company, and then they're like highly valuable. They right. kind of like. 
you know, are down on themselves. So then that goes in, you go into your, your review, you don't want to, you don't want to be all boastful because it is weird and it's mostly yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. You basically come down on yourself and yeah. you're hard on yourself. And then now the, now the manager's looking at you like, oh, well, this person doesn't even have confidence in themselves. Why, yeah. why would it? So you got to think of it as a man, like when a man, you've. If you are a manager, you have to right. you have to flip it because the the manager is putting themselves in your shoes. Yeah. So you have to put yourself in a man. What you think they're gonna want to hear? Do you think they want you to hear it sound like you're gonna be perfect? Probably not. Do you think that they want you to seem like you're the hard, worst employee ever? Probably not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure why you would say that. Um, and if all those two are above, maybe maybe there is a time where you need to move on. Yeah. Maybe that is just the case. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't necessarily mean every time. The issue is there's a mindset that every year I have to have I, – I deserve a pay increase and every year the, the, the business makes more money. That's just yeah. not the case. No. Yeah, exactly. There's some years that are – I mean you think about if if you were you know, like in a real – if you were a realtor in the real estate boom and, or, or the stock market when the stock market crashed and you worked for a firm yeah. and you were investing monies or whatever and basically on your returns, your percentage returns, how well you did – you got a percentage on how well the company did yeah. at the end of the year. Okay, well, what happens if the company you didn't you did okay and the company basically tanked? Yeah. Are you going to yeah. expect that million dollar raise yeah. as a stockbroker? I don't think so. So it's yeah. like they have to deal with it just as much as everyone else. But for some reason, there's this thing that you, everyone just thinks they're getting a raise, and that I guess comes down to expectations on stuff too. It's like that's they, true. So that's to, the boss's fault as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't say, "Oh, we're doing great, great, great," and then at the end of the year, you're like. Like you said, it the, the company tanks. You're like, yeah. Well, I can't give you. <laughs> Thanks for all the great work. <laughs> Stick with me. But yeah, so so the year end review, it, it's j just kind of. Let me just tie this all back in. So the year end review is a legit reflection on everything throughout that year. Obviously, it depends on the company. But in our, you know, for our sake, we're gonna say that our company is our family who we are are kind of like our lives in that sense so if you could kind of think of the year in review and be real with yourself mm -hmm. when you're doing your quote reflection or you're thinking about like this past year that who's giving me the bonus yeah. or where is it coming from it's 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 going to reflect off your family right right or you know how they view you or how we did as a family you know as a whole <laughs> um all right so moving right on um Let's 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 think about and talk about 2017. As you reflect back on the 2017 year, what was your greatest lesson learned? Well, for me, a big one was uh, with the the shop. Obviously, uh, we had some ups and downs. the The, the lesson I learned was um, obviously the the business. Me and the business, I uh, I do everything with like my heart and soul and like passion, and um, with got like the the business got like a curveball through at thrown at us mm -hmm. and um it was about with like the building um i don't know they tried taking the building away or bumping up the the rent for for uh, the barbershop so um i had to actually move but like my learn my lesson was like i do everything with passion i try to like stick with one thing and at, before i even made the move i wasn't open minded on expanding anywhere else yeah. i was just stuck in like that little like that little um little nutshell. I was just yeah. I just wanted to like stay in that little small space where I actually had the opportunity to to find a bigger space and wasn't even that far away and it, it expanded my business even more. So I just like my lesson was just like kinda view your options openly, like open yeah. wide, even outside of the box, outside the, the area, because there there can be more out there. Like 
than just trying to like work on the small bit you have and trying to make that bigger and trying to make it expand. Yeah. There's 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 definitely more options. Yeah. And I was just trying to stick with what I had, like I had no options. Yeah. That's a good one. Kind of widen your perception. Yeah, just yeah, yeah open up. Honestly, you open up your eyes. Yeah, I think for me, uh, one of the biggest ones is patience. Mm. Um, and I, I feel like that that's a, that should be kind of like a normal thing. Um, but there, there's a couple things that happen that uh, I naturally, for me, wanted to rush into and, and hurry up and get done, and it didn't work out. And you know, we always talk about like there's reasons why. Uh, certain yeah. things, you know, don't work out. Sure. Um, but the way they came together, certain things came together that didn't happen last year, and I was mm. very impatient. And I just kind of went with the quote flow, even though I'm still, you know, doing my thing, still out there grinding, you know, make, trying to make things happen. There was a, there's a difference between working hard towards something and forcing something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I. I, as I look back now, I was forcing a lot of stuff. Yes, I was working my butt off, but there's working hard and there's working smart. Mm-hmm. And I was working hard, not in a negative way. It just wasn't smart. Yeah. Right. Um, so and I was forcing things that didn't need to be forced. They didn't need that extra exertion. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was one of those things that were just going to happen anyway. For example, like this is, has nothing to do with my situation, but let's just say. Um, a due date for something, right? Let's just say a due date is the 25th of November. It's due the 20, it's it's gonna happen the 25th of November. Mm-hmm. This is my, my thinking. It, but it had, yeah. but it had oh, that's, not, the... that's not how it's it not works. Realistic. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's gonna happen on the 25th of November and I'm thinking that because I'm working harder that I can make it happen sooner. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like just walking into a wall and then not realizing like there's a door right next yeah. to you. Like just relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the what makes that such a dumb move, and I'm just speaking for myself, is that I could have used that energy towards something else. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of keep walking into the same wall over and over again, I already put in the work earlier in the year. That's going to happen. It's going to happen on the 25th of November. I should know that. But in my mind, I just want to, I got to, you know, trying to thinking that I'm being aggressive and it's not really being aggressive. It's, it's incorrectly basically analyzing a situation and forcing it. It's forced. Yeah. Um, It's just, it's just, there's certain things that you have to just put in the work and just trust the, trust the process basically. Yeah. Cause then, yeah, you're trying to do it too quickly or then you start stumbling trying to do it quicker. Right. It's it's like the inevitable. It's like I, I don't know how to explain it. It's think of how how like ridiculous this example is going to be. It was be it would be like my birthday is June nineteenth, and it would be like me trying to make it May nineteenth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like do my birthday quicker. Yes, yeah. Like I can, I can be older faster. Yeah. Remember how when we were kids we couldn't wait to be older. Yeah, it's like that was kind of your mentality. Like come on, hurry up! If I go to bed, if I go to bed right now, tomorrow's going to come faster. Oh yeah. It was like just it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. That's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, so for me, obviously, it was you know patience and not using my energy, you know, like a bull, but you know, utilizing it in different ways, just a smarter way. Sure. For me, because I know for well me, like um, being over critically critical of myself is becoming a problem. I guess. Yeah. So it's like that. You become more like deterrent to do certain things that. Because you feel like, you know, whatever the situation, like you start overthinking, analyzing all the stuff that it yeah. becomes, it's becoming a problem in terms of like really progressing in terms of like what you want to do and stuff like that. Yeah. So I know it's like, 
So so it's like it's like one of those things where you're overcritical. So in a sense that it's stopping you from doing other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's over the top. Um so so kind of flip, flipping that, you know, what is something that you accomplished that, this year that you're proud of? Cuz one thing I like like I think I talked about before is like the one thing I've actually wanted to do for years is kind of like kind of like try to learn language and stuff like that. Oh, that's like, right, yeah. So I've been doing that continuously since like May. So it was like something yeah. that like I've actually stuck with for yeah. like a long time for like months now. Obviously, we're almost back in January. So I was like, yeah. I'm actually like sticking with that. I've done it continuously. I mean, yeah, it's like it's a hard thing to learn probably being older and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very slow process, but at least I'm, I'm glad I'm actually Hacking stuck. Away at it. Yeah, it's little by yeah. little keeping at it. So That's awesome. So that kind of like, yeah, helps a little balance a little bit. So Yeah. How is that going? It's good. Like you because I mean, yeah, like the, understanding it now, like with other people being around, and especially now, like because the two coworkers I'm left with, like you know, I think I showed you before, like my job, like situation kind of changed a little bit. So the two coworkers are both Spanish, okay. and actually I have more Hispanic in my my um genetic like, DNA. Well, yeah, my G- <laughs> DNA is coming out more, but no, like actually we're a little more mixed crowd, and since we merged with a diff- different department, well, not different oh, yeah, department, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the other half of the department, yeah. it's a little more mixed now. Before it, w- it was, um. It was le- like there was only a couple of us like that were Spanish like so like it kind of puts me more in that environment to kind of like yeah so it kind of opens you up to yeah. it more now yeah so I'm running awesome. all day now too so yeah like, it, it helped it definitely yeah, helps cool. at least at least hearing and understanding a little better yeah yeah well I mean my job is kind of same way like the guy that uh, Eric he was on our podcast he's from Panama so him and I like we just, we speak Spanish to each other throughout the day. But their Spanish is different from yeah, Spanish from absolutely. Puerto Rico. So it's like, so yeah, I'll look at him. I'm like, uh, the, yeah, the dialect is different. I looked at him. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Or he'll say vice versa. Like, oh, that means this, right? Yeah. I, you know, it just goes back and forth, hand in hand. And stuff. But it's actually cool that, like, you could spend half of a day going back and forth. But, yeah, so it's, it's definitely, like, it helps yeah, cool, like yeah. I'm trying to, like, force them to, like, talk to me more and everything, too. So I was like, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. I'm trying to help, help it along a little bit. For me, I think it was um, buckling down and being able to start my next chapter with uh, schooling mm. and entering into the uh, MBA program at Drexel University. And just, you know, just the start of it, because a lot of stuff is like, kind of you say, it's like self-doubt. It's like, I don't know, can I do that again? Yeah. Am I, yeah. Was I just a young ball of energy Back when I was at Temple, and I just, I just, you know, basically bum rushed it, and yeah. that's how I got through. Can I handle that? Do I have a family now? I've, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a lot going on, a, a very demanding job. I mean, can, can I do this? You know what I mean? A lot yeah. more going all on now those, than you do. Yeah, exactly. All those questions that are just like flying through your head. You're like, I don't know. But then, how, how, when would I know? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if, yeah. if I'm gonna do it, just, just, just go for it. Take and, that leap. Yeah, and I just, I went for it. I think beyond drexel i just think it was or beyond the program itself i think it was just the defeating the doubt sure for me was the my one of my favorite accomplishments yeah because it was like i could have easily talked myself right out of that mm-hmm. and, he, like, oh, yeah. the, and the other part of that too yeah it's like it's easy to and just like oh yeah i'll do it eventually or type of thing whatever yeah and like you just never actually eventually get to it like and all that stuff starts coming in like oh yeah it's too much going on now i'll wait till it dies down and whatever type of stuff and then like it just yeah, never it's, happens. it's never a good time i mean you right. take exactly. that bullet and just jump right on it yeah i mean there there are there are i wouldn't say that there's it's never you know the perfect timing is not and is never the case but there are better times sure correct um yes. so for if i i believe anyway but 
I found myself in conversations with people who also have been wanting to go back for, you know, um, a graduate degree and all of us sit basically at a powwow mm. and, and talk, tell each other how busy we all are and the reasons why we're yeah. not you know, <laughs> pursuing it without even realizing it. I don't sure. know. Out of that group, I was, I'm the only one that's doing it. Actually, okay. So I don't know if I just stopped listening to that or if I just was like, unless you know, that, unless that was like now. a, a, a but, weird motivation to, to go and just do it. There, there was a push though. The push was um, when you, when you get accepted, you have to begin a course or yeah, yeah, you have to begin your program with it. I think it's eighteen to twenty-four months of acceptance. Okay. So I, I was running on a thin timeline anyway. So okay. I'm like, dude, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it now. And all I think I was like, dude, you studied all that time, to, you know, for your GMAT or whatever exam. Then all that stuff, all those people who wrote, who helped um, uh, write those recommendation letters. I mean, these are old yeah. bosses and college professors. You just like. That is just a waste now. Yeah. Like you just because if you don't do it now, you know it's gonna bother you, right? Yeah. And then would and then here here I am, ten years out out the game, and was it gonna? What am I gonna let another ten years, mm. you know, pass me? I don't care how long it takes me at this point. It's the fact that I still because once you start, yeah, you, now it's just like now it's on you. Yeah, yeah. Because the program just basically goes on you and your time. It's the 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 starting part for me, and. People's excuses, you could, I, yeah, you could have the best excuse, but it's still at the end of the day, it's an excuse as to why you can't do it. Because not only just for myself, I've seen how much I can still do, but I've seen other people who are even in worse positions sure. that are still doing it with, you know, that are grandparents at this mm. point and that are still going through it, hmm. that are, you know, fathers and mothers of five kids. I had, a, I was in a group project, this dude has five kids. They're all under the age of five. Huh. Because wow. he had a set of twins. And it's like, dude, this is crazy. Wow. And he's doing it with a full-time job. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, it, it's, it's what, 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 is, what are you allowing that, to stop you from actually doing something? That's what you got to you check. Because at the end of the day, all the people who you told are your excuses to, yeah. they got to yeah. live their own lives. They're, they're not the ones that you know, have to deal with it. You know how bad that's going to mess you up, like eat you alive your entire life. You're like, the what if? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm, I might I might be in over my head. This might be the worst decision ever, but I'll never least, know. Like, I just don't. Exactly. Maybe I'm done. That's it. I don't know. But at least I know in the back of my mind, I, I went for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I talked to talk. Yeah, I mean, for me this year, it was like uh, when I got my promotion, I knew what the promotion was, and I knew that they expected more out of me. Which, in the back of my mind, I know I could do it, but I always, I still had like that fear of not accomplishing it or not getting what I need to get done. And it's like, I felt like, I, I felt like if if I don't accomplish what they're asking of me to get done, it's like, damn, dude, like we gave this you're, guy, you're like letting them down. Yeah, I'm letting them down. Yeah, I feel like I'm letting them down. So it's like I try to stay on top of things and try to get extra stuff done and, sure. and, and try to be all over the place at once. Like I, I try to get myself more involved now, more like into meetings to kind of help them out, make decisions and stuff like that. Like I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Whether I'm doing what I'm doing is right or wrong. I don't know, but I feel like that and I haven't been told otherwise okay. and they just actually keep putting me more into things. So it was like, I don't know. I was actually like kind of excited. Like I said, hold the beginning of it. I was kind of scared of it, but now it's like, this is exactly how it's supposed to go and then take it from there, see how far it takes me 
yeah. being in this position that I'm in now. Yeah, I think I think there there's always going to be the unknown. Like we don't ever ha- we will never have it, it all figured out. And I think just entering into you know uh, Goose talked about it earlier, entering into something that he wasn't necessarily comfortable with or didn't even know, almost ended up being forced into, yeah. um, but still make the move because a lot of people could collapse under that pressure or not take the proper steps to yeah. attain what you need to attain. So it's not just, you know, you can't just take that away or take that out of uh, the equation. I know for me, um, during during this during this year, you know, one of my work life things was the same thing. I got a new job. And the job was, you know, a higher demanding job in a sense, you know, it demanded more from me. Um, it was a manager position, so it's it's a totally different, you know, area where I was coming from. Where is it? Supervisors, it, it, there there is a lot of differences. Where initially I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like a smooth transit uh, transition. It's totally different. Like for me, anyway, totally, totally different. Um, and just managing that, even my expectations were, you know, met with a different reality of what it was. You know what I'm saying? Um, and in a, in a good way, it was like, oh, okay, this is how this works. And it's just every single day is different. Every single day is challenging. Um, but it's cool to see what happens when you do take that step. Again, a, another step that I didn't quote have to make, right? Yeah. But wanting to be better, right. I made. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, was my stomach in knots half the time? Yeah, because I don't know what, like, am I, is this the right choice for me right now? Is this the right decision? Yeah. yeah, like... They're saying, I'm, I'm, you know, I qualified for this, but in my mind, can I cope with that, you know, level of responsibility and yes, I, and be that confident? Like Obviously, I'm actually yeah. living up to the what, yes, what I'm, exactly, what, what kind of I'm, almost like what he yeah. was saying. And they clearly know what they're doing in a hiring process. Sure. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Where some of the stuff you just got to do your part and then leave the rest up. Sure. You know, I guess in God's hands or whatever, you know, you want to... Except because, that you were chosen for whatever... Yeah, exactly. And that's 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 it. Because otherwise, you kill yourself with your own thoughts. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Because <laughs> you play all these <laughs> stupid scenarios in your head of yeah. what could go freaking wrong and half this stuff doesn't even what ever if? happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, what, oh my gosh. And, and then what... And then... Um, and what happens if... Dude, guess what? Everything completely was different than what I expected anyway. Yeah. So my your expectations, you know, is is has a lot to do with uh, your results. Number one, and and basically how you feel as a person. We talked about this previously. If if you expect your year to be something that's basically untouchable, but you're still expecting it, all you're doing is setting yourself up for disappointment. You know darn well that's not going to happen. For yeah. you to say in 24 hours, um, I'm going to make. $100,000 and have no viable plan outside of scratching off a lottery ticket. It's You're just setting yourself up to be very disappointed tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Um, so when you're not, so when you're not meeting your expectations with a reality or the hard work to back it, you're not going to have a good year. You're not going to have a good moment. You're not going to have a good mindset. That's right. And it's those little wins, getting a, a, a promotion or, you know, or overcoming the, the, the procrastination of learning something new, such yeah. as a language, right? Or accepting the fact that this necessarily wasn't a personal thing business-wise, as he said, 
he said it in uh, Goose said it in previous episodes that he was attaching everything with the business. Yeah. But with business, you can't attach your emotions necessarily. But he's experiencing all this stuff for the first time, so it's hard to do. This is his baby. Um, he sacrificed a lot to get here. So how can you not attach all those emotions? And you know what I'm sure. saying. Yeah. So you're playing this like crazy balance game, um, and and that we all do in a in a different way for whatever our circumstances are. Um, and a lot sometimes you're forcing something that doesn't want need to be in your life anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this area, like I don't need to be at XYZ location, hmm. but I'm forcing myself again to stay there for no reason other than me trying to be comfortable. Sure. Because, you know, that's we, all we it really comfort. is. It's a comfort thing. Everyone likes to be comfortable. They don't want to like make a change and be scared about something. You, you always want to make a, a move that you're secure about. Yeah. That's why they say we're creatures of uh, routine, habit. of habit. Yeah. yeah. We just love doing the same thing because it's a comfort thing. Because at least you know what to expect. Right. And we, yeah, when you're thrown for a loop then then like then everything else everything feel like crashes down panic button goes yeah. off i mean how many times have have you the fight or dri- flight type we're driving home and you know someone's getting pulled over or there's a car accident or something per- and you freak car out yeah yeah like you freak out like <laughs> as if like that is the worst thing that could possibly happen to you yeah right and, and maybe it was at the in your mind it was yeah absolutely in your mind it is yeah but you're mad because it wasn't the same old chill drive home yeah. that you normally take yeah. or whatever or right. the same frustrating drive or the same home. frustrating drive like this yeah. one dude I, I talk to very often he complains about traffic every night I'm like dude you don't you you know by now you've been here for how many years yeah. Yeah. you know you're gonna hit traffic why why is that bothering you at this point yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't bother you after five weeks let alone nah. five years I see like part of the norm <laughs> exactly. at this point yeah or change how you perceive that. Sure, exactly. Take a different route. Right. But even if you can't take a different route, why are you still getting mad every single day of something that you <laughs> something can't... Something that you like, know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is going to disappoint you every single day. <laughs> and you know it. Yeah. And, and you, you know still it. get mad and at it. And you still get disappointed. You're still banging your horn and, you know... You know Flipping whatever. the bird with the same old person because the same person takes a ride home too. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's switch things up. Um, just as obviously we're, you know, dads or um, even just being a family member. Um, what was a great family memory you have of 2017? Family memory, I know for me, obviously, for those that don't know, um, my wife and I found out that we are expecting uh, an addition to the squad. Um, so that was, that has to be. Um, hands down the highlight uh, f- for me memory wise for my family um, obviously James does something every day to, <laughs> like me and Kyle are just constantly uh, you know amazed at the stuff that this kid does but like just finding out like we have the opportunity to you know raise another one yeah. I don't know it's just uh, it's total yeah, it's total cool. excitement for me uh, mine is um this past summer, I spent a lot of time actually with the girls. Um, you know, Jim and I were coaches for T-ball for the for the little ones, but like even still, like just getting involved with um, my my second oldest, Lainey, uh, with her coach and stuff like that, and and you know them giving that giving me some feedback on what to do with her and stuff like that. Just like knowing that I can actually make her better as a as a softball player and stuff like that, and just being out there with them. 
this past summer. Yeah, that was that was another highlight. Was this was the first time I've ever coached, um, and I had the opportunity to coach my sons and nieces um, pre T ball uh, team, and it was just something that was priceless. I mean, I don't even know how you know how how stressful it was. You know, I just I think back all the arguments that me and Kel had, like driving there and rushing there, and all this like. It's not really arguments. It's just like, because you're rushing around, you're hungry, you just left work, a stressful day or whatever just happened there, and you have the responsibility to be somewhere, and you can't, like, you have to have the smile. Like, you can't, like, sit there and, you know, mean mug everybody as you're walking in or whatever. You, there's times where, dude, I was definitely faking like that, I was happy as hell. <laughs> Three year olds too, right? Three year olds, guys. Three year olds. These I kids' their attention span is, I think, shorter than a goldfish. You call I them mean, and they're running over. They're running away. Yeah, they look at you and boom, they're gone. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's fun it's and fun. very very stressful though when they uh, when you're trying to explain something to them and you're telling them, okay, so you're running to first base, right? Yeah, or no, you're going to second base. Yeah, and they run straight to third. Yeah, and it's like I just told you to go to second. What do you? You just went over this with me, <laughs> and it's like they're three years old. You got to put yeah. yourself back in that thing. It's like they just know they got to run, or they just want to continue running, or they just they hit the ball and they want to go after the ball because they know that they're supposed to chase the ball when the ball is being hit, not realizing that when you're hitting, you just run the bases, you leave the ball alone. But no, they got kids <laughs> hitting the ball and chase and getting themselves out at the same time. So it's it's all fun. To it's they're all over the place. It's definitely <laughs> great. Oh, it was definitely great. It was cool. It was cool for the like the family and the, obviously the cousins playing with each other yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Too. Well, for me, my highlight of the year was actually being on TV. Oh, <clears throat> oh movie star. Uh, the 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 barbershop had its episode on uh, Hulu from the Small Business Revolution, and um, who knew? The whole process was pretty was pretty interesting. It was pretty dope. It was something that, I mean, not many. I mean, I don't know. Not many people get to experience. It was. It wasn't. It was hard, but it was fun at the same time. Um, but yeah, just to see myself like on in commercials on regular like Monday Night Football, and you see the the ad come on for the show, and you just like that's me. It's so, it's, yeah. it's just weird, it crazy is. all at the same time. But it was it was reflecting now that everything's kind of done over with. It was it was pretty awesome. It was like a, an amazing experience, like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. It put a lot of exposure on me myself as a business owner, and the same thing as uh, for the barbershop, and then even the town as well, Bristol Borough. So like, yeah. it's for me, it was like hitting a home run. Like I, yeah, we got exposure, oh yeah, yeah, all from all over the place. Um, so yeah, for me that was like huge. It was a huge highlight of of the year. It might be something for like a while, but yeah, yeah it's probably something hard to top. I'm pretty sure something else will come across it, but. It was uh that was huge for me this year. Yeah, that was um that that was a really cool just even just on the obviously on the outskirts of the whole thing, um just watching it all happen, seeing most of the process, you know what you can you can see or whatever, um, and and Getting. you know be a, be a part of I don't know how how but just just that whole experience or just even just. Like I said, like just watching someone go through it, mm-hmm. when there's like the ups and the downs, and just and then you see like what the end result is, it makes the victory that much sweeter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like it was it was cool getting advice 
business advice from like a business we can say he's pretty much a genius like Robert Herjavec like there's no one else that you would want advice from than someone that's ex- that, that is so successful as he is sure exactly. got, got a chance to meet with him hang out with him he's we talk one on one um and and it was that was like it was amazing like that's mm-hmm. like like I said once in a lifetime kind of thing not everyone gets a chance to 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 have that opportunity especially with someone like him um and then other like all the other people like on the on the team and like the like the camera crew the the camera crew they're not they're they're people that no one sees but the same camera crew is the same camera crew that does like um like the animal planet uh they do like a lot of other like other major stuff but you yeah. don't know them you, yeah, know yeah, I mean? you yeah, don't yeah. see them you don't see yeah, them but they're yeah. that their talent is amazing like the the host of the show she was like awesome she just like kept the energy going and then like the actual like director asking all the questions asking all the right questions and that's sure. someone you don't even see no one sees him like he's off to the side he's making sure everything's on point and just like I don't know just being turning your barbershop into a set it was like crazy you know what I mean like damn this is like this is what they do and it took like almost an hour two hours just to set up an interview it took 20 minutes yeah you know yeah. what I mean so it's a lot it's a lot to <laughs> they, they get that's involved into it that not many people see or get it like I said get a chance to experience that, yeah the, the other thing, book. yeah, the other thing too is like how vulnerable you made yourself. Sure. And it's like you opened up not only, um, you know, your yeah. your business, personal. your personal life, everything up. And, and even in itself, it sounds so weird because you think like, oh, well, this is, you know, like a, a launching pad, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, into the future or whatever. Um, but there's, you know, the... the to sacrifice still that all the little sacrifices that you still have to make... Mm-hmm. Um, because it's obviously something totally different. The investment in time, something totally different. The hours of uh, meeting up with people and the the planning of of stuff and how he said it. You know, for how long was your episode? Uh, it was just a half hour. Right, it was four months of recording. Four months of recording for to to capture, which I think obviously I I believe it could have been longer, but that's what they pu- pushed it down to, and. They probably had like hours of yeah. Of it was film. a whole series, so there's um yeah. there's like eight episodes in that in that series. So I mean, it was four months of recording six different businesses at the same time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Um. Um. Oh, I was gonna say to a much lesser degree than Mikey. No, I was like I think I told you like I gave y'all props for like you know the stuff y'all do on a yearly basis like the family stuff like when we like like mom mom says that we hosted like. Most of our family coming up because we're scattered around like oh, yeah. Florida and Virginia and all stuff. Like, we all hosted like the whole day, yeah, doing all that. I was like a ton of work just for us. Like then y'all do that on a regular basis. So I was like, right. That's how I gave y'all props. And I was like, one thing we haven't done in a long time. Like most of my family being together like that. Right. We we like have little bits and pieces like like we're going to visit Virginia or like a few of us go down to Florida and stuff like that, but not all of us together like to that extent for the most part. So yeah. So that was like the family, I guess, like memory for like the year. So yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Um. Yeah, we, we talked about that all the time. It's like, uh, there's a lot that goes into yeah, it, you know like, each like. you know each every each and every event that you have. But yeah, it's not easy. But that's good. That's good. And, and then you have something under your belt, and you know what to do and not to do next sure, time exactly. or whatever. All that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Yeah, it gets better and better. Yeah. yeah, and it gets easier because you know you know either the group you know what kind of party it's going to be. Yeah, you know, exactly. so all of a sudden you start you know getting things down to a T. And how much of what to get. Yeah, absolutely. Because you always go overboard anyway, but... Right. Um, 
All right, cool. So the last question, uh, the what would you do segment, uh, knowing where, knowing what you know now, if you could write a letter to yourself that would travel back in time so that you would receive it at the start of the year, what advice would you give yourself? And it's always hard to like answer that type of question because like, of course, you you learn better from the what you what you experience along the way as opposed to yeah. like, kind of like instead of preempting like what oh this is what's gonna happen or whatever happens like it's easier not easier but it's you know always a learn from experience type of situation yeah that makes I, sense I, I think I think mine would be more of an enforced okay idea instead of like oh here's a new idea now apply this oh, for the yeah, rest yeah, of the year sure. I would enforce my confidence okay because there's there's like sticking to my guns because there's okay. there's decisions I made. That were the right ones, but because of certain people, I questioned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are certain things that were, I don't know. I made, I made certain decisions this year that I am extremely proud of mm. that I don't know if I would have made even just last year. Okay. And what I mean is like sticking to my guns. When I said something, I did something. Mm. But beyond that was you start to question, was that the right decision? Okay. Or not, because a lot of people aren't involved. It's just you. It's like a mm-hmm. decision that you have to make on your own, mm-hmm. and not necessarily something that I had to seek mentorship or guidance from anyway. Mm. So it's like, dude, I make I made this decision. If it if it's the wrong one, I have to deal with the consequences. If it's the right one, I get to deal with the victory, right? But my thing was enforcing who cares. You made okay. it, what, what's right is right. You made the right decision. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that it was necessarily the best for me or the worst for me, but okay. it was the right decision. Hmm. And I treated myself with a lot more respect in those decision making processes. And I didn't allow someone's quote money or power deter what I was, how I was gonna present myself or how I was gonna conduct my business or my my life just mm-hmm. in general. Um, I had a couple situations where someone could have steered, could have number one, could have steered me totally in a wrong direction. Number two, could have made an awful investment. Number three, um, doing business with a particular individual would just eat at me because I know how you know they basically did me dirty mm. already. Okay. And if I would have allowed them to, you know, if I would have allowed myself to do more business with them, I would that would actually would have bothered me, even if it was successful, because in my mind they got over on me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So I allow, I stuck with my guns and I stayed true to myself, saying, okay, I basically now I'm not going to make any money off this, mm. but I'd rather have that respect for myself than that person who did me dirty and could have been could have made a situation that was bad could have made worse if I would have continued uh, hmm. okay. doing business with them. And I made a decision right there that it, it was one time. You did you did me dirty one yeah. time. And normally in the past, this is what I was saying, like last year, I might have gave somebody a second shot. Okay, gotcha. They did me dirty one time. I was like, boom, you're done. And there was a lot of money on the table. A lot of money. Believe me when I say there was a lot of money on the table that could have been made. Five figures on the table. Hmm. That could have been made, and I made a decision. It was beyond the money. It was that. That's how this business is gonna always be. Everything's gonna be dirty. You're always okay. gonna, yeah. Because all here you're thinking it's about is money. Yeah, it's just tainted. It's just like, and if you got over on me on that one, then you're gonna, you know, 
I don't know. That was just even, my even, thought process. Even if it yeah. wasn't immediate, there was a potential of it down the line no matter yes. what. Yes. You and always have that in the back of your head, a, too. And, and it, it was there. eating at me. Yeah. It was just eating at me. You may like, not see it, but it's like, oh, what, it what just happened just now? You just got over me again? Like, yeah, it no. only becomes yeah. like an eventuality more than anything else. Yeah. And I, I, I and I've, we've done it in the past. We've done business with people we probably knew we shouldn't have done. Sure. We shouldn't have moved any further. Let me say that. Because sometimes you don't know. Yeah. And you get into business ventures and you have no idea. And then you realize after a couple of transactions or a couple you know situations that happen, uh, probably this is not a person I should continue to do business yeah. with. But out of greed or selfishness or ego, you continue and then you continue cool. to screw things up. Or naive. Or just naive. Yeah, yeah. you're just immature. You're just knucklehead. Or hard-headed like me. But, so... I'm putting all those lessons together, yeah. And I made a major decision that I'm I'm legit like proud of, and I held I held my own against a major entity, basically, and it's still there, and you know, still being chased for certain things that I don't I don't want to have anything to do with, because I don't I don't I'm not going to conduct myself in a in a way that lowers my standards sure. because that's how you operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing me and I'm like that's one of the most, you know, proud one of my most proud moments of, you know, decision making that I made. But going back to this question is I would I would reinforce sticking with your guns because yeah. I knew what was right and I did what was right. Yeah. I didn't say it was the best for me because I was like, ah, or the best for them. Sure. But I did what was right. And I I gotta tell you, dude, I'm sitting here very confident and happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you're proud of the decision you made, is that yeah. That's the yeah. Most important thing. Exactly. Um, all right. There you have it, folks. We'd like to end our episodes with quotes. And the first one is by Confucius. By three methods, we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is the noblest, which is what we did today. Second, by imitation, which is the easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. <laughs> um there you go. And uh, that's a lot to think about. Sure. Um, and then the last one by Les Brown, review your, gro- review your goals twice every day in order to be focused on achieving them. Uh, so I guess that's how we'll you know, salute and welcome uh, 2018. Um, so there you have it. Year-end review in this episode, the crew talks about their overall experiences slash results in 2017. We cover topics that range from work, health, family, education, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Confucius and Les Brown. All right, good stuff. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.